0: So how many of you can say that you have insecurities? I bet that every single person listening to this episode right now can 100% say that they do have insecurities. And a lot of times these insecurities... Don't just go after our relationships, but these insecurities tend to go after ourselves, right? And this is where a lot of that negative self-talk and those negative automatic thoughts and, you know, that really deep, deep voice that's inside of our brain that tells us we're not good enough and we'll never be good enough and we can't do this and we can't do that. All of these things stem from our insecurities. And I've always known that I've had them. I guess I just didn't really acknowledge um, how severe they really were. But I really have been paying more attention to them these days. Because they've been popping up a lot in my life, especially in my relationships. Um, and for those of you who have been keeping up with my podcasts and my episodes, just my content in general you know there has been somebody um I have talked about for a very long time somebody who I have always related to my romantic relationships and I've just used him as like some examples and I've talked quite a lot on the subject because it was something that was a huge lesson in my life and something that taught me a lot um but I'm very happy to say that this individual is now in my life um and he is my boyfriend and I'm just so excited and I'm so grateful. But that's besides the point. That's not what this episode is about. But since I have been in this relationship, I guess I've been noticing a lot of these insecurities. And they've been popping up more and more and, and they've been becoming more apparent to me. So it's something that I have been working on um, very hard in my own personal life these days. Now, I learned a lot about insecurities in school. This is something that I'm going to be able to help a lot of people with, but just learning about it through my textbook wasn't enough to actually help me. I needed something to help me to help me, you know, put this into practice. And so I've been doing a lot of research on different ways that I can utilize different techniques and tools and uh, different therapists and counselors and just people in general that I can talk to um, and which can help me start to recognize where these insecurities come from and how I can change them around. So what I have realized is that Almost all of my insecurities have stemmed from my childhood, and they stemmed from, you know, my mom not being around, and my mom just telling me that I wasn't enough, and I will never be enough, and that I wasn't loved, and, you know, a lot of my insecurities came from her choosing men over me, and so these insecurities have stayed with me, right? Because our blueprint, pretty much our entire programming is programmed into us by the time we are seven years old. So if we had an emotionally unavailable parent, then that is still the same programming that we use in all of our relationships, just because that's what our parents showed us at a very young age. And so it's very interesting. It's a very cool topic to get into. It's something that I'm also learning a lot about and while I'm learning all of this stuff, it really just starts to put things into perspective for me. And I remember thinking a couple of years ago, you know, that I wasn't that much like my mom, she didn't really affect me, I could get over it, you know, blah, 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 all of these things. But now that I'm actually studying the subject, and I'm living it, and I'm doing my own research, and I'm getting different therapists, and I'm going through different sessions, I'm realizing that... She completely created me. Like all of my programming, my entire blueprint is what she had taught me. Um, And there's a lot of trauma that comes with it. So if you had a parent who was physically abusive or emotionally abusive, you would be able to completely relate to me right now. And even if you didn't have a parent who was intentionally abusive, there might have been some things that didn't sit with you well. And there still might even be some trauma there, you know, because no parent is perfect. They're still going to do things um, and say things and they're going to teach us things that maybe might not be the best. And they will be programmed into us, whether it's good or bad, um, by the age of seven. So anyways, you know, I've been learning a lot about my insecurities and the fact that they, you know, have been programmed into me at a very young age. And I have carried these insecurities with me into my adulthood and especially into my romantic relationships. And that little voice, that little critical voice that we have in our head, you know, that tells us we're not good enough and tells us that our spouse is cheating on us. Um, and tells us that we 'll never be good enough when we 're not lovable and we 're not worthy and there 's somebody prettier there 's somebody doing something more than us. You know you know that little voice. I know you know that little voice because we all have it sometimes it 's just louder for others than it is for other people, but we all have it, and this little voice tends to get really really loud and dramatic in our romantic relationships. And this is something that, you know, I really have to think about when I do get insecurities, that it is just this critical little voice that has been in me since I was born, and it's extremely strong in romantic relationships, and that the things that I think aren't necessarily true the things that i think have just been programmed into me and they might be toxic they might not be but if they are toxic i know that i can change them because that's not who i am it's just in my coding and that doesn't mean that i don't have the ability to change it right and this is the stuff that i always talk about our cells are very very intelligent they're extremely intelligent and even though there is a coding inside of them even though we already have a blueprint that doesn't mean that we can't change the coding and that doesn't mean that we can't change the blueprint and this goes for our insecurities we can change them we absolutely can and i am just very grateful that i am able to become conscious of them these days and understand how they have affected my um relationships especially my romantic relationships so that i can now try to change them around And it's definitely a process, right? Like this stuff doesn't just happen overnight. But the first thing that we need to do um, in order to change our insecurities is understand where they came from. And they came from your childhood, um, you know, whether it was from your parents or your teachers, maybe it was from your siblings or classmates, whatever it was. His insecurities had come from somebody, from some environmental factor, and it created a belief in your mind, and that belief has stayed with you. And we act out on these insecurities, we act out on these beliefs. And, you know, in my friendships, I can say that, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of easygoing in them, everything is kind of go with the flow, but in my romantic relationships, I get extremely anxious, and I overthink, and I really do think that my partner just wants to hurt me, Um, And it's not healthy because it makes me um, act out in ways that I really shouldn't be acting like because I'm just so um, anxious and stressed and overwhelmed and it doesn't need to be like this. And I can also say that this is always been the case for me in romantic relationships as long as i can remember and then when i really think back to my childhood i can also remember you know my mom being this way my mom being extremely stressed and overwhelmed and just anxious and seeing all of these men cheat on her and her just put up with it um and so that is my blueprint so I um I'm kind of scared um, to be in a romantic relationship, but I'm trying to change that around to say things like I am excited and I'm grateful and that that doesn't have to be me because that was me when I was little because that's what I knew. That's what I was taught. But now that I'm 26 years old, that is not me because I choose to be different. I choose to do things differently and I choose to not let these insecurities overtake my life, and overtake my relationships. And I have talked about this a little bit before in a previous episode about attachment styles, but if we are avoidantly um, attached or we are anxio- anxiously attached, we tend to self-sabotage ourselves in relationships, right? We either push people away or we just cling to them and be we are extremely needy. Or we have like both uh, traits of these um attachment styles. And either way you look at it, it's just not great. And a lot of us fall in either category. So a lot of us self sabotage when we are in our relationships. Um, and for me, I am anxiously attached. And, you know, one thing that really does suck is we cannot change our attachment styles but we can work on them we can work to become more securely attached and starting with our insecurities um is the best thing that we could do for ourselves because if we continue to hold these beliefs that you know we are not good enough and the person is always going to cheat on us and the person is always going to walk away or maybe we're scared to get close to the person we're scared of commitment we're scared of relationships then we will never have a loving human being and if a a human being comes into our life who does want to love us and who could potentially be a great partner we're going to push them away because of our programming right because of our insecurities and I have realized that I've pushed a lot of people away um because of my own insecurities and I haven't realized you know how detrimental it has been I guess until now with my current boyfriend Um, And I am just so grateful that he is so calm and genuine and kind and that I can work through these insecurities with him because he really has put a lot into perspective and helped me understand like there are so many insecurities that I do need to work on, but he's not mean about it. And so that also really helps is for you to find a partner who is more securely attached. Um, so that they can help you work through your problems, because if you are an, an if you have an avoidant attachment style and you go for somebody with an anxious attachment style, this person is going to come off very needy and clingy, and this person is always going to want you around, and that is just going to push you further away, right? That is going to re reconfirm to you that that belief that. Attachment is scary and commitment is scary is true, right? And and vice versa. If you are anxiously attached and you go after an avoidant attachment style and that person starts to push you away, that's also going to reconfirm to you that relationships are scary and you're not lovable, you're not worthy, you're not enough, right? All of these things. So it's really important to also make sure um, that you're not just working on your own insecurities, but that you are going for somebody Who is more securely attached so that they can help you through your own insecurities and your own problems. Um, Because sometimes you can do it all on your own. But other times it happens a lot faster when you have a partner by your side who is um, mature and can really be there for you and show up for you and show you that they care and that you matter. So... I really uh, wanted to get on here and just say all of that because I've really been feeling this today. There's been so many insecurities I have been realizing and they all stem from my childhood and I don't just allow these insecurities to take over my romantic relationships, but they have taken over all of my relationships with every single human being I have ever known and it doesn't mean that all of these relationships have ended bad, but I have always had a thought at least a thought that this person does not like me and because I am not lovable and I am not worthy and I will never be good enough for them and that they probably just think super bad of me you know and all these things I get super anxious super overwhelmed and it happens all the time so this is something I'm going to massively work on. I understand where they're stemming from now. Um, I will definitely be going through some RTT sessions for this using self-hypnosis on myself to recreate my beliefs and my thoughts. And I know that I will be able to help myself this way. And I also know that I will be able to help you this way. So just remember, I literally only have two courses left, you guys, course seven and eight. And then I am done my RTT. I am a certified hypnotherapist. And I am able to help anybody and everybody who wants to work on those, um, you know, insecurities or that anxiety or that confidence or that low self-esteem, even physical issues. I'm able to work on all of that with you. So I'm super excited. I know you guys are excited too. I'm going to leave this podcast episode here. Thank you guys so much again for showing up. And I'll talk to you guys next weekend.